0: Are you a brewhead? I'm a brew head Are you a brewhead? I'm a brew head Y'all are brewheads? Yeah, we brewheads. So pour a glass of craft beer. We can do this. Yeah. What's well, good, y'all? This is C Certified Brewhead, and welcome to episode 158 of Beer Not Just a Podcast. This afternoon, we are in glorious Etobicoke, Ontario. Finally, it, at gorgeous. Great Lakes Brew, isn't it? It's glorious Etobicoke. It. It, it's it not? beautiful. Right? <laughs> With Troy Birch, Marketing Comms. Mate, pleasure. Thanks Finally. for coming. Finally, Man. yeah, I know, right? I feel like we've. Uh, Welcome tried to, do this, like, to like a, lovely Etobicoke. Isn't it well? Thank you. I'm happy to be glorious. here. Glorious! I'm going to use that from now I think Glorious you Etobicoke. So I feel like it's like glorious has become like a real favorite word of mine. Right? It's I a like good it. Good name for a beer too, glorious. Cool. I wonder if you could be like a lactose. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely yeah, lactose. I mean, we though. don't do
1: a lot of lactose, but we there maybe for that one. Maybe, maybe that, for one, for that one. I feel like I figured yeah. you would. I figured you would.
0: Man, thank you so much for having us. It's fantastic. Finally, do this. Thanks for being here. Pleasure, pleasure. So we're going to chat a bunch of stuff today, but. Let's crack something first. got to start, start with Canuck. Oh, we got to you know, do Canuck,
1: it. The flagship uh, brand yes. for Great Lakes. Uh, you've had it, obviously,
0: I before. have, but to be honest, it's been so long. And because I keep seeing people, like, I'm not here enough to always drink it. So I'm actually looking forward to uh, sipping it again. Um, it's a, thank you, sir.
1: It's an American, yeah. It's an American uh, West Coast uh, Pale Ale. Pale Ale. I always get caught with the IPA and Pale Ale on this one. But no, it it's, a, it's a straight yep. up, straight up uh, Pale Ale. Um, We did this back in 2010 for uh, the Winter Olympics. It was called Crazy Canuck. Uh, Oh, that's when I had it, okay. Yeah, we were one of the only breweries, four breweries from Ontario, to send beer out to BC for the Ontario Athletes Pavilion. Mill Street sent organic, Mm. Mm. whistle sent whistle, Bose sent organic. We said, let's do something different, unique, something we've never done before. We did a 650 ml painted bottle called Crazy Canuck. 2011, we brought it out in cans. Revamped it in 2014, and this is what we got.
0: All right, I love it, cheers, brother.
1: So it's a straight up American paleo. Nice. It's 280 at the LCBO, so it's it's one of the best valued brands yeah. in the province. Five two. Five point two percent, and it's uh it's Balanced. got a lot of Simcoe in it. It's got Centennial and Chinook. Uh, it is uh goes through the centrifuge, so I know a lot of people like the haze, but we like yeah, to we keep it, it authentically uh, west coast. Though, is this like chill haze? That would be of? chill, yeah, chill from,
0: out. yeah, chill is. Um, So it's just Simcoe?
1: Sinook and, and Centennial.
0: Chinook, I'm sorry. You but uh, the yeah,
1: uh, Simcoe's the, the predominant hop in this yeah. Nice, man. It hey. gives it some of that piney, um, pine finish. Type of thing. Yeah.
0: But it's not over the top, super bad. It's not over the
1: top. This is what uh, we refer to the brewery, like if you were to go to get blood, any person in the brewer, if they were going to get blood, the first thing the nurse would pull out is a is a pint of Canuck, because right. we drink it, everyone drinks it, it's the beer of choice for all the staff, so right. um, it's just easy, accessible, uh, flavorful, delicious, and, uh, and it's can- Canadiana, right? So, right, uh,
0: interesting, so is, it, is it different to the original? Because I certainly had, I don't think I've had it well, since. It's evolved, it's, it's evolved, evolved okay. since
1: 2010, uh, our hop billing right. process, or uh, our hop bill process little has little changed. But the biggest thing that's changed in the beer um, would be the scheduling of the hop. Okay. So like we do a lot of hop uh, post boil and then actually insert the secondary. So a lot of the beer uh, or a lot of the hop profile you're getting is all secondary right. flavor, aroma, um, and uh, dryness. Okay. So finishes nice and dry, which is great at bars, great yeah. at home. You know. No. Keep, this is...
0: keep keep tipping her back. I love it. I love it. Did you have a glass mate? Oh, you didn't have one. Okay. But, oh, you, the, We'll get I forgot to do that beforehand. It's okay. We keep Aurora here. now this is good, man. Um, I love it. I love that it was a, a an evolving beer from the back in the day stuff. I remember when we first uh here you go, mate. Thank you, sir. So, look at that. What a gracious host Trey is here. What a gentleman. Yeah? What a gentleman. It's good, man. Um nah solo, bro. It was good to hear that story actually. I wasn't I didn't wasn't aware of that. Yeah. Um how did you get into beer specifically? What's your story?
1: It's a really long story, so if we have like three out, no, it's, uh, when, uh, it starts way back when I was in grade six. It actually does. Oh, it does. Um, my, uh, my mom and dad got divorced. sob story. She met another fella uh, who happened to own a sanitation business, so okay. roadside garbage collection and recycles. Um, so I was in grade six, and the summer of grade six, I was working on the back of a garbage truck, which... nice. By labor laws really? today would not happen. I was, happen. <laughs> I was making like? $5 cash an hour. That's amazing. Um, yeah. Oh, so you like 11? I was, uh, that would have been uh, 12, yeah, 12 or 13. I I think hanging on, on to the back. Hanging on to the back of a garbage truck, going down oh country roads, picking up garbage and recycling. What town was this? This was, uh, I come from a place called Brecon, Brecon? which is near Beaverton, Aurelia. So I was oh, picking really, up okay. curbside garbage in uh, Beaverton, Woodville, Oxbridge, not as far as Oxbridge, no, sorry, and uh, Cannington. So we're picking up all the recyclables. We're finding all these old bottles, like Chimay and uh, some Polish uh, beers that you know I'd never seen before. Because my family, all old farmers, uh, they would drink about 50. That's through and through 50. Uh, Then all the the friends uh, of theirs would have Coors or Molson, and that's kind of the beers that I grew up with. Right. Uh, So grade six comes along. I'm finding all these bottles. I start collecting them. Don't think anything of it. I get to college and. uh, student council president, we own the bar. So I'm allowed to go in and order some beer and uh, this company comes in brand new called Steam Whistle. And when they walk in, they're like, we have something so unique, so different than any other beer you've had. Crack open, he's like, I actually like this beer. There's something to it, grassy notes, lemony characteristics, and I got hooked. Moved to uh, Nova Scotia after my college uh, life, policing, and uh, started working for Labatt. Right. And in the first two weeks, they taught me a lot about beer, and I said, right at that moment, there's got to be more to what I'm drinking right. if they're teaching me all this. So befriended Garrison Propeller. I told you it was a long story. Hey, I love this. <laughs> uh, befriended Garrison Propeller and the Granite that was out there. And uh, started writing a blog called the Great Canadian Pubs and Beer Blog, which really took One off of us. back in 2000 and, uh, 2007, 2008. You're an OG. There is, yeah, there is not much out there. There yeah. is uh, Al McLeod from, uh, I don't even... A good beer blog, I think. There was Stephen Beaumont. Oh, he's like around. He's the kind he the one? Yeah,
0: he's the main like. Stephen Beaumont was uh, like... yeah.
1: He was writing books on beer back in the nineties. Uh, oh wow! Um, All right. So there was uh, Greg Klo, Um There was a handful of us doing the, the beer blogging, and Taps Magazine was starting up, and they said, "Do you want to come write about beer?" I moved back from Halifax, and I uh, got a job writing about beer mm-hmm. on the side. Right. Gave up my uh, government career, sorry. I don't I uh, uh, gave up my uh, career in uh, government, went to work for uh, the magazine and the media company in 2012. Started Beer Week in 2010. Beer Week
0: is? Toronto Beer Week. Okay. Yeah. You worked for them too?
1: I started that with a bunch of friends. Well. Yeah, was, uh, we, uh, we started in 2010 on the way back from a trip to Chicago Craft beers Conference. I'm Had a bunch of beers and said, it's time to do this. And uh, we got to work. And No, and it's still going uh, on now? It's, we sold it a couple years ago to... Um, to St. Joseph's Media, Toronto Life people, so they've run it for the last two years, and that uh, is amazing. Yeah, I had no idea. Yeah, Jesus, we did it of love and in passion, and uh, there was ten of us. That, four of us that started, at ten of us that grew it, and uh, it was literally just something like a hobby. We wanted to get the Toronto beer scene on an international scale. Right. We wanted people to really fall in love with the men and women brewing the beer and selling the beer. So that's what the whole ethos that is was. Awesome. And then in 2012, I joined Great Lakes as a sales rep, and uh, uh, there's three breweries in the province I wanted to work for if I ever was to go straight to a brewery, and it was Bose, Muskoka, Great Lakes, and uh, I love the guys at Great Lakes, and here I am, seven and a half years later.
0: That's amazing. Yeah. I had no idea that uh, first of all you were that deep in the game, and two that you're in uh, on the other side of the uh, the world. So that, that's it, how I
1: got started. Yeah, it's kind of
0: perfect for like. The marketing and communications person to have a direct understanding of being on the other side, writing about beer, so you can actually relate to the people that you're probably telling the Great Lakes story to.
1: Right away, I understood the ask for freebies uh, yeah. side of things. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. It's all about freebies. Um, I'm so freebies. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, it, it did. It did come into like I got hired here as a sales rep first and foremost. Right. I took over the social media uh, in 2000. Early 2013, I would say, 100%. We had yeah. someone else doing it at that point. And I immediately set out to have a, a two-way conversation right. um, with people. Start over brand new, get rid of all of our followers, get rid of the people we were following, and just completely overhaul Refresh our whole uh, mm-hmm. communications um, strategy, if you will, which never did exist. So.
0: Right. That's really cool, man. Um, and you've, I guess, yeah, you've controlled it ever since then, Um Has that been like a a natural progress for you being on that side? Like you'd be able to communicate being a rider and sort of like moving into that kind of just was a... I think it was a natural, yeah, it was a natural mm -hmm.
1: progression. But I think from a unique point of view here at Great Lakes is I got to do a bunch of different things. So I got to understand how the brewery worked. I got to understand how the owner worked. I got to understand how our accounts, bars and restaurants and, and consumers, how they behaved and how... They shared a love of what we do and how we could then emulate that on our social channels. Um, so it was a little bit of learning on the job, but taking the background. And my background's in policing. It's not right. in it's not in writing or anything. You're the enemy. But it's the it was the heart. It was the right. love of beer that led to the writing. And then it was just open and honest writing about beer. And, um, right. And then people can relate to that because it's it's personal. It, it tugs at the heartstrings. It's yeah, talking yeah. about beer in a. In a romantic yet uh, non-scientific way hmm.
0: and, and that I guess that background in writing helped you sort of move into that sort of the comms side of it and be able to market the beers because you could al- you were already talking like that yeah and,
1: and to be here this long too, you start <clears> to develop um, this is what worked last time and this is what didn't this is what we could do next time well we got to do this glorious so you know take a name like that and start <laughs> thinking what could we do on the label? What could we write about on the back of the label? And all, all of our labels at Grey Lakes, uh, they come from different people within the brewery. So yep. Mike Lackey, our brewer, uh, a brewing operations manager, who is responsible for 90% of the creations that we're known for, uh, he has done a lot of the write-ups and he's come up with right. the brand. And uh, um, so we all play a little part, but uh, having that background really helps in understanding the process and then how to, how to share it to the community
0: right and translate that message yeah. to people let's do it man um, what's, I don't know, I'm assuming, being that you've been here so long, you would probably be pretty familiar with the history of the brewery itself, are you able to speak to that, like how the brewery started and got to where it I can tell
1: you everything, <clears throat> I can tell you that the colour of the t-shirt the previous owner <laughs> was wearing when he started the brewery now. Um that would be It's handy. a really cool story that not a lot of people know about. Um, <clears throat> what do you know about the brewery? Do you know how we got started? Not at all, no, to be no, honest. I a don't lot of people don't. A ton, yeah. yeah. So, a lot of people think Green Lakes started around 2010. Yeah. They have no idea we're this old. Uh, it's bizarre. I was 30 years old. 30 yeah, years we're second. 32. We're, we're moving into the 33rd remember year. you did yeah. all the series of beers we did, a couple yeah. years ago. With all the, 2017 the was our 30th anniversary. Yes. We did a big uh, our 45-minute documentary. Um, it's, uh, it's available on YouTube, Vimeo, our website, all over the place for free. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, the brewery got started in Brampton in a little tiny strip mall, mm. uh, an industrial unit out in Brampton. 87 and then. 155 Clark. Yeah. And uh, there was five guys, they are all home brewers, uh, and the goal was to have a brewery, five guys, one person would have a brewery of their own around the Great Lakes. So they wanted to expand to have five breweries. It started in 87, by 1990 they were running into some financial issues, and sold it to Peter Bullitt Sr., mm-hmm. who moved the brewery in 91, 92 to the present-day location here in Etobicoke. Okay. And the one condition when he was buying the brewery was, brewer, you're coming with me. Right. So maintenance guy, mechanic, brewer—you were coming it's with David. me, today. yeah. His name is Bruce Cornish, and up until last year, he was here every day. He just retired. and right. He's living the good life out in Barry or something like that. But Holy that's God. how the brewery got started. And the interesting fact about the the birth of Grey Lakes was they were a malt extract brewery. So you never hear of that anymore. But they Whoa, started okay. their beers so they malt matching. extract. They were right. not, uh, is that when, that it that is not common. Was it no. coming back then? Coming back, I'm not sure about the other breweries. I think some others did, okay. uh, but they were bottling their stuff in uh, one liter green PET bottles too. No so it was like a it was like a Got homebrew a shop, shop on a brew. little bit of steroids. Hmm. Um, and then they moved here in 91, hmm. 92, and the first decision that Peter Senior made was get rid of the, the green the, bottles. Yeah, we're going to go all grain and we're going to bring in a professional brewer. We're going to develop the recipe again. We're going to get rid of your other beers, and we're going to focus on one beer. It kind of sound like the start of Steam Whistle, but uh, we're going to just do one beer, and it's going to be called Great Lakes Lager. And that's all it was? Just that's the, what they did until 1994. That was one beer the whole just time? Just one beer, and it was only available in draft. Okay. Uh sold to bars and restaurants. There was no retail store until the year 2000. Wow. Um, 94, 95, they introduced Red Leaf Lager. Um it's still around? That's still around. And the Great Lakes Lager is now called Blonde Lager. Um, okay. And it went through some name changes and designs over the years. In 2000, they renamed it Golden Horseshoe Premium Lager. Oh. And that beer is across Ontario bars and restaurants. Oh, right. Yeah, right. Yeah. And it's just our very easy drinking. We like to call it like the lawnmower fishing beer. It's, uh, it's just be, yeah. a very easy drinking blonde lager.
0: Right. That's crazy. Okay.
1: That's cool. Yeah. We have a, It's a unique story. A lot of stories around the creation of a brewery. You know, father son doing some home brewing this, home brewing that, but we had success, failure, success, failure, and the roller then, coaster, yeah, a roller coaster, yeah. Okay. And here we are today. and So
0: the gentleman we met earlier, um, Peter Bullock. he, Bullitt, he yeah. was the one, that, he so he's was the, the son guy. of Peter Senior. Um, see. Yeah. so he took over. He took over Messi Peter cool. Senior.
1: Yeah, Peter Senior died in
0: 2009.
1: Oh no. And uh, uh, at that time, uh, Peter took over the brewery. Um, increased going. marketing uh introduced new brands um put a focus on the retail uh store here at the brewery right like i said there was no retail here until the year 2000 okay it's crazy the brewery was here they could have had a retail store they didn't
0: do it i don't know why i guess um, it just wasn't even a thing back then
1: but you see places hmm. like cream and amsterdam they had they successful had retail, retail
0: store. stores right, right so right. i guess it just never just I mean, never dawned on it figured on them. it out I think I was just thinking as you were sort of saying all this when uh, when this we started out like the stupid photos the, the beer review stuff that was 2011 Scott and I this was one of the first places breweries yeah. I ever went to long before the podcast stuff and uh, I remember that we had the just dropped like the Miami Weiss at yeah. the time yeah. And so I was like, yo, this is like brand new sick. <laughs> and the top, you did have a retail store, I guess, in 2011, yep, yep. but it would look completely different. Oh, from, it was way different to what it is now. Yeah. And like everything was in bottles and mm-hmm. stuff. And then now you've clearly moved on. you got the specialty stuff in bottles and everything's canned. We have like
1: four different style or four different uh, series now. We have our core brands. We okay. have our Tank 10 series. Yes. We have seven barrel series. And then we don't call it Project X anymore. We don't have that series. But It's brands like the Seven uh, Barrels Bottle Condition series. And so we have a plethora of those coming in and out throughout the year. And they're beers that we brewed, put in barrels, aged. Um, Some of them don't go in barrels, some of them go in other fermenters. And then we take them out, bottle them, add some extra uh, priming sugar and some yeast, and let them ferment for another six to eight weeks, then put them in the fridge. And we started doing that just at the start of 2019.
0: Okay, so it's still pretty new. So So I feel like, yeah, you guys are definitely like, because you're OGs, I had in my mind that maybe, I mean, we had, I had the Electric Circus before, fantastic, Hazy Pale Ale, Mango and Pineapple. It was juicy, it was chalky, it was everything I would like in a, like a 5% Mm -hmm. Pale Ale, it's perfect. Um, And I was kind of shocked that it was, because I'd had the, when I saw you last, I think it was like November I was here and I got the octopus. I came here specifically to get the New England. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so I was like excited to see you guys do that. That was a great beer. I really enjoyed that. And then this was like, oh, shit, you guys are like doing some serious stuff. And now I feel like you guys have changed. Is that accurate to yeah, say? You I, sort of, uh, yeah. You've sort progressed yeah. change, even something like this now? The, yeah, for the sure. So and... I
1: think, and this is, we have a term around here that we say humbly arrogant, that we know where we stand in the industry. When Canuck came out in 2010, it was a game-changing beer in the industry. Yeah. It's a West Coast pale ale that was readily accessible. Others were doing it. But we, we put the style kind of out there. Um, and then we started brewing beers on the side like Karma Citra, um, Trust Thrust and IPA, <laughs>
0: um,
1: Robo-Hop. RoboHop, yeah. And we did a whole bunch of My Bitter Wife and we did beers like that that really great, gained though. a huge traction, mm, like you yeah. said, uh, Miami Vice. Um, and then but we
0: invest it for the branding too on top of that. Oh everything itself. changed, like it was yeah. Just really yep.
1: cool. Everything changed, the branding changed in 2012. Okay. We started working with Fabian Skidmore, who's the manager of uh, The Only Cafe. Long time, yeah. He does all of our graphic art here. He's our art director. Um, So yeah, we have adapted, and I think that's the the one of the core strengths of what we can do here is we don't we don't really do the trend thing, but we'll try to be a little bit ahead. If we're not there, then we come out. We take our time and we look at. We don't just want to brew a haze bomb or or a lactose or um, an imperial, whatever we wanna take the time to perfect it before we do it. So, right, right. Um, uh, Electric Circus was a good example of that. We released it last summer for the first time. People loved it. We've done it four or five times this year. Uh, Robohop, we just changed the original recipe to go New England style. Right, uh, oh, you were just telling uh, me. Okay. Screwed around with the, the hop uh, schedule again, so that we put in more at the end of boil. So, the bitterness is dropped significantly, but the flavor has increased, so. So, yeah, we have, as far back as I can remember, it's a... It's a is that
0: what we're doing next?
1: Well, we can do that next, yeah. Whichever one makes yeah, sense. Yeah, let's do this one, so, All right. since we're talking about it. Yeah, of, why not? Uh, so, this is a New England style IPA as well. All right. Um, you know, I'll do you first here. So, and uh, this is, uh, this was kind of the first New England that we started to do, I won't say on a mass level, but I'll say uh, uh, we started doing a little bit more than some of the other brands that we introduced throughout the year as a, as a seasonal...
0: Right, you know we have, to, we have to get the photo, man. I haven't had this one. Oh, why is Tiffany calling me? Uh, Brett, can you call Tiffany? I love it right in the middle of this. Yeah. Okay, I'm going get the photo, Troy. You know, people are used to the uh, the awkwardness here. All right, you had to hold that can a little there. Love it.
1: Kind of got the Greg Cook thing going on. Hey, he used to do that all the time. Does anyone tell you that? Who is he again? Excuse like, He's, he's like, owner of Stone Brewery. Stone yeah. okay. Because
0: there's Greg... Starts, Greg Cook. There's Greg Cook and there's a Greg with the last name starts with N who owns the, the first brewery in Vermont. He's the OG in oh, Vermont. Yeah. They always bring him up. Greg you know? Norman? I think he's Greg. Norman. Greg Norman's the, the he's Aussie... He's um, The fucking yeah. uh, golfer. Oh, no, right. it's Greg. starts with N. What's he's got that last name. Noonan. Noonan. Thank yeah. you. And people he keep died. saying that. Yeah, he, he died. died. Yeah,
1: he died a couple Man, years
0: ago. Really? Yeah.
1: No. He had a brew pub or something like that, right? Vermont, it's yeah. a Vermont Brewery in, I
0: in downtown Burlington. If we, you can if cut it us yeah, <laughs> 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 uh, it could be wrong. <laughs> might be wrong. Okay. Um, so th- how long has this particular... So been this area? one,
1: well, we've had a couple of renditions of this one, changed the look of it a little bit. Okay. Um, but it's as, as, as far back as I can remember, dot, 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 I always wanted to be a hipster. So we took a, a, a pun again and we from... The movie Goodfellas, as far back as I can remember, always wanted to be a gangster. Okay. And it was one of our brewers who came up with the name. And so the look of it here is like little kid looks out the window, sees some hipsters walking by on their phones. <laughs> then he sees mm-hmm. some, you know, taking selfies as he grows older. And then here he is. He's, no uh, hipster. he's got his tight pants on and <laughs> uh, ankles are showing and all that stuff. So we like to have a little bit of fun, cheeky humor at, uh, at, you know, some of our staff too uh the guy in the front kind of looks like three or four people to work <laughs> here um but the beer itself is just a new england style ipa it's i think it's 6.4 six, correct four. me yep, yeah yep, it's 6.4 yep. and Do you know uh, hops i don't know what hops are in this one um, proprietary proprietary uh and uh <laughs> no it's just again it's one of those beers that has a lot of that juice mm. like hop forward juice profile um Got a little, little dankness. Yeah, I was uh, going to say dank or
0: pineous dank, yeah. you're right.
1: And then uh, it's just really light on cool. the palate. It's, it's just a very late beer. It's uh, 6.4. A lot of our IPAs, we we hear from a lot of people saying our IPAs are
0: deceiving. In and then they waste their are Yeah, yeah waste meat. Yeah, this for does sure. not yeah. taste six like, well, Octopus wants to play. Octopus oh, is, yeah. is so good. Classic West Coast. Yeah, this is really good, man. So this has been it's been around for a while. This is a year rounder, or is this? No, nope, this like one a... right
1: now is just on our Seven Barrel series. Okay. So it comes and goes. It's one or more of our more popular Seven Barrel series beers. So yeah, like I said, it comes and goes. We'll have it now. It'll go away for a bit. We brewed it on the big system a couple weeks ago, or a month or so ago. So we our volume's a lot higher on this one than we would do on a Seven Barrel. So the Seven Barrel one now, we increased our tank size. Uh, our brew size, so it can now do up to uh, two to three thousand liters, as opposed to right. the old seven barrel doing the yeah. um, seven hundred liters. Yeah. So.
0: It, it all the barrels, hundred liters. It's, now, that's confused. American term. The barrels yeah, we go like by hectoliters like, here, yeah. but
1: it's pretty much one hectoliter is a is a thousand. There uh, is a is a. Uh, 1000 yeah, a thousand, yeah, 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 yeah,
0: a thousand yeah. liters. Yeah. Which, and a barrel is like it's like some ridiculous annoying number yeah. in like the imperial. So we just say
1: seven barrels. Okay, seven hundred liters. So it's a good, like approximate. Yeah, That's really yeah, smart. yeah. I, mean, yeah,
0: I can yeah. never, particularly if we do a podcast. I am a marketing
1: it's, communication uh, person, so when the brewers say, "Okay, yeah. we're brewing this on this system," this is how many cans yeah, so. we're going to get. Okay, gotcha. All right, we're good to go. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay, dope. No, and how is how have um, if since you guys are like OGs and you've been doing beers that are you know have sort of hit the Canadiana sort of angle with Canuck, I know there's a lot of people yeah. who are very passionate about that particular beer. Um, how have people? Maybe responded to the newest styles like the grimaces, tears, yep. like the milkshake team lactose, um, or the haze and stuff like that. Have people been pretty receptive?
1: They have been very receptive, but they also continue to tell us our our tap room is a great incubator. Incubator. We, and it's kind of cliche to say, but it's a it's a testing ground right there. So when we release a beer, we listen to what people are saying in the retail store, right. and from two, the year two thousand to where we are today, we're doing business that's. You know, shocks me every single day. Right. Um, but we, we listen to what people are saying, and one of the things they say is continue to throw at the other stuff, like the seven barrel and the uh, the New England styles and, and mess around with the bottle condition, but don't change Canuck. So when we did Canuck uh, New England style, when we did um, oh, yeah? Octopus New England style, yeah. we had a lot of people say, oh, my God, these are great, they're, they're solid. A but dark. don't don't overdo it. <laughs> okay. So they will come back at some point, uh, just for the retail store and tap room. But uh, we like to, you know, we got a good thing with Canuck. People yeah. love it. It's. Uh, I think w- one of the things too with it's not just the the beer itself, but it's the breweries. Uh, it's the breweries' dedication to Ontario. A lot of people think of us as a bigger brewery, and we're right mid size in Ontario. Okay. Uh, there's breweries uh, that are. Uh, Right here in terms of scale size, and then there's the breweries above us. So we're right here
0: on the same par as as us, to give people a context. Yeah, so
1: it'd be us, collective, and then Muskoka and the Bowes and the Steam There, no, no, they're they're above. we would be kind of by ourselves, and there'd be around us would be maybe the Wellingtons of the world, and then. Get a little lower gotcha. into the, and again, when I say lower, I mean production. Just scale, yeah, yeah. Volume. Yeah. You'd have like the Nickel Brooks and Sawdust and, and uh, oh, those breweries. All
0: right, yeah. okay, that puts in a yeah. like really good perspective.
1: But of a brewery of our size, we're the only one that focuses our products here in Ontario. We do right. 99% of the beer remains here. Mm. Um, we sell it to grocery, LCBO, some beer stores, and then bars and restaurants. Um, and the whole uh, thought process behind that is we like people to drink our beer fresh. So we can right. control touch points. Um, if our beer lands in Michigan or uh, California or New Monday, York, whatever, yeah. it's a little tougher and there's a whole different Ooh. business model. And So kudos to Collective and some of the others for doing that, but um, there's no grand plan or scheme to grow to a massive brewery. Right. Uh, one guy owns this and his family's involved and we just wanna have fun and keep doing beers like this but keep them local and fresh. Right,
0: so that I guess, okay. Because it is starts to become a challenge when, you, when you're dealing with sort of more fragile beers that have a, a lifespan yeah, to get stability, out yeah. and, and stuff like that. So there's no... I'm sure there would be interest because I feel like Canadian beer is really starting to make an impact and people are, are looking towards Canada finally. Yeah.
1: Well, oh, I would say Ooh. we get an email once every two or three months. Right. People from different suppliers to, just saying, hey, can I get your beer here? Uh, we get a lot from Quebec actually, saying, "Can we can we purchase your beer here?" Do me a favor, can, uh, we, can you hook that up? <laughs> we can't hook that up. No, there no, won't be a any. There are a couple different things about that <laughs> is you got to redo all your cans so that they're French English. Um, uh, you have to have a distributor or a building there that. So there's a it's lot a of things, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? Again, we want to keep it as local and as close to home as possible. So uh, if you get over to like. The border towns you'll find no beer in the LCBO, but they uh,
0: so can get to Cornwall, yeah. you can get to Ottawa, so yep. get that, yep. get it, yep. yeah, yeah. The Quebec thing is is very frightening because we live in Montreal. Mm-hmm. So, one thing for us is that we, uh, and, and it, the only Ontario beer, Boza, are there, and yep. Collective are about to come. Yep. Steamless is there too, I think. Yeah. Only just, just, yeah. just interesting, I've never seen that. There's a deponent near our house. That like they completely took over the whole I saw product. that on social media. Yeah, they were, I, I think they did that it. in a couple different areas too. Yeah. Or was that like,
1: hey, we're in, we're in Quebec now, so here That's our... what I took it yeah, as, yeah.
0: as in like they just like, like I will, because, you know, depths don't. They're great marketers look, at stimulus. So yeah, They, don't they mess know what around. they're doing. I was very, I was like, whoa, I like, could still, I actually walked and yeah. I walked back to take a photo of yeah, it. There you it's go. Like, I, yeah. I looked down I was like, whoa, whoa, hang on a second. But it, because we don't get... I mean, I, I sort of more identify as a Torontonian mm. as far as I feel like you know, my brother's here, my family and friends are here mm. mostly, mm. even though we live there. So when I see... I come back and I'll bring Ontario beer back all the time. Mm. Um, so I would like for my Quebec, Quebecois brethren to be able to have access to that because whilst the Quebec scene is fantastic, mm. I think it's just diversity in, in, in access. Because here there's... Yeah, you know, we were just at like a speakeasy last night, and they had a whole bunch of Judas Yell. Mm-hmm. the dude was showing us, and I think that's cool because Ontario, but we don't have that.
1: Yeah, that's there. right. Yeah, that's
0: right. Can, yeah. we can't go and get a Great Lakes or a Steam Whistle or a Bose or Muskoka or something like that, or even the smaller breweries. There's nothing we can really, unless they do a tap takeover. Exactly. Or yeah, I, mean,
1: I think we at one time, one time ever, snuck some kegs into. Just I won't say was. the bar, but we did a little thing, and I uh, know, dude, we've done a right? collaboration with Benelux in the past. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, do? Ben Mercer or Ben Benoit. Ben I Mercer. know Benoit. Yeah, yeah he's, he's awesome guy. Yeah. yeah, fantastic. And Tiku. Yeah, Tiku um, the brewer. Yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 those guys. My days back from the Canadian uh, beer um, CVS. Canadian Bring Awards yeah, and yeah. the Taps Beer Magazine, I got to go out and I, I hung out a lot there and uh, Mondial every year we were there for that and um, Really? Yeah, and it was uh, the, it was I'm awesome. So like uh, JF and uh, Stefan at the CL and no, right. Isaac at the uh, Chudiab. I became friends with all those guys, and we had a good time, Um, and uh, to this day, whenever they're in town, we'll see each other or whatever, and it's always a good time.
0: That's great. That's really cool to hear that you guys were sort of messing with those dudes. It's something that I still feel, because I'm sort of, we're like a nomad type Mm -hmm. of people, we're not really based anywhere, and I always try to like, because we know people from all over, we can be like, all right, like work with these guys, try and connect yeah. people, but it's cool. Like, we, I feel like we still don't see that enough. It is kind of annoying, I think, for... Because Quebec can come here mm-hmm. easier than entirely from yeah. there. Yeah.
1: We've done some stuff yeah. with Halifax. We've done... Uh, I don't think we've ever brewed with uh, Frederick at uh, uh, Charlevoix um, Oh, a but we uh, a lot of A lot of brewers come here. They'll come yeah. here and they'll check it out. Um, we get a lot of brewers from BC that they'll be in town for meeting with lcbo or, Fair, something. or something and so yeah uh we host a lot of breweries here um right. last week i think we had on friday we had like five or six breweries from just out of town oh, hey i'm in toronto to for, for the stuff, weekend you, right? or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so they all come in we do the tour and we have some beers and do some um, collabs no collabs we didn't do any clubs we did actually we did a collab on the weekend uh anything you um, can talk about it yeah, yeah we did one with toronto waterfront marathon the nice. runners group um so the official beer of uh Toronto Waterfront Marathon. It's in October, nice. and uh, yeah, so uh, ten of these runners, and some of them are like they put you to shame just looking at them. <laughs> You're and, uh, like, oh, and, "I am fat." Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, they were here, and we did a beer. We did a New England Pale for them, four point five percent, nice light. When they and finish, then, up, they so the after party, or... they're gonna have some beers after Hell after yeah. they run that twenty-one kilometers or forty-two miles or whatever. That's well, insane. I'll be watching on my TV. with <laughs>
0: I don't know if I could do that. Mm-hmm. 21K, even 42 miles is probably you're right, like, 60 do. kilometers. I can't do that either.
1: I can't watch that long of a race. No, that's yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's really cool, man. I love hearing it. That's yeah. like, it's it's cool that you guys are, I mean, it's also not surprising that you guys have been around so long and sort of have those sort of roots, you know, that you can access that level. Because I feel like the, the collaboration sometimes is a tier mm-hmm. in sort of like how long have you been around, what's the quality of what you're doing, but you have yeah. been around so long that you're able to, Like, oh, you're going to attract the level of a Judicial or something like that, like OG. It's a really
1: good point. And we wrestled with this in in the year 2017, our 30th anniversary. A lot of breweries over the years, a lot of young breweries, one or two years old, hey, guys, do you want to do a collab? And we're like, do you know anyone from that brewery? No, we don't know anyone from that brewery. but. We decided, and, and it was like that. Oh no, you know we're going to pass. We're not going to work with these people. They're looking just for to brew uh, with uh, Lackey or whatever. But we said in 2017, no, let's change the let's change the course of collabs. Let's change the game. Do let's reach out to the young ones and say, yeah, yeah. hey, Kyle, a half hours. Do you want to do a collab? So we went down and brewed with Kyle at uh, Kyle Techard. We we did a pale ale, a sour pale ale, sour dry hopped pale ale. And we did it two years in a row, and we did it for uh, our annual Christmas top takeover at the Wooly in Guelph. Uh, we went to Bench, or uh, not Bench, um, Square out in Godrich, and okay. we brewed with those guys, and we brewed at uh, Pilsner. Nice. We had them here. So we've done a couple things like that where we'll go to breweries, that, you know, further away from us that we've never been to, selfishly to brew with them because we want to check out the brewery, but also it's to take lackey and get him into those uh, spots and say <clears throat> you know, it's again humbly arrogant to teach like talk about our hot bills to yeah. the breweries that um you know justin who's no longer at stone he's got his own brewery now um Matreon Oh, well, Matreon. Justin from San yeah. City. Yeah, Matron. Yeah, Matron, matron yeah, Justin's matron. The G. I love yeah, it. so you know, lacking him we'll always have a good conversation oh, yeah. about your hops and stuff like that. And then to see him win a bunch of awards at the Canadian Bring Awards years ago for his IPA. Uh, so, so Jordan Reinhardt and stuff yeah, like Jordan's that. Man. Like we all we love to get out and hang out with those guys and we do we've done collabs with them. But yeah, on, on the on a smaller level, we love to do community associations and have right. them in to do collabs. To raise money for whatever cause. So, this uh, good uh, run TO uh, waterfront marathon beer, we're going to donate a portion of the proceeds from the beer to uh, Goodfoot, which is a service here in Toronto that uses um, uh, disadvantaged youths and, and um, people with some mobility issues. And it gives them an opportunity to make some money. So, we're going to donate uh, some of the proceeds to to that organization which we've done in the past with
0: you guys are in a really cool position to be able to do things like that and to be able to uh, I know you're saying humbly arrogant but at the end of the day Mm. these these younger brewers would absolutely love to learn from Mike Mm. and and to be associated with what you guys have sort of Mm. done like it's very cool that you did that. I remember um, an interesting one is uh, Steve Pilate, his name is. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's opening a brewery called Third Moon oh, in Oh, that's right. Yep. So yeah, he did a yeah, collab. Yeah, my I'm friend sure. got me that one because it was my boy Noah from Beerism. out mm-hmm. to Noah in... Uh... I know Noah. You know Noah? I know Noah. Fucking Noah. That... Yeah. Yeah, Noah Forrest. Yeah. Noah, Noah Forrest, eh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. eh? Yeah, yeah. he's a... He uh, takes amazing beer pictures, too. Uh, yeah. he's, he's, he told me he's a one-trick pony, but his trick <laughs> is fire. Yeah. Uh, I love that guy. I speak to him literally every day. He's in Montreal, so we, we talk a lot of time. And uh, he put me in touch with Steve and gave me that beer. I did oh, a nice. video on it, and now Steve's opening Third Moon in Milton. Nice. And apparently, mm-hmm. I've heard fantastic things about that.
1: I haven't seen um, him since he brewed here that day, yeah, but uh, it was a yeah, great
0: beer. yeah, yeah, yeah. But like that in and of itself was just cool to do that, and I was like excited to try that beer because I wanted to see the sort of evolution of what you. Because you guys were an early thing for me when I got into beer, it was Ontario, so I had like a soft spot for. Well, fortunately, unfortunately for Mill Street, because mm. before yep. they bought out, they, they were my gateway, yep. and you guys and, and the Steam Whistle and Bose and Muskoka and stuff like that, like coming into beer. So it's cool to see the evolution of what you guys are doing yeah. and, and the hearing about the changes in Canuck. Because I remember um, the original... Canuck was
1: Maltier when it first yeah. came out. It was Maltier. Like, we, wouldn't have, we wouldn't remember that yeah, show because yeah, yeah. this stuff didn't exist I in did. 2011. Like You're I remember? said, it's in my bloodstream. Yeah. So. <laughs> you can't even help it. Yeah. But it's
0: very cool to actually hear it firsthand now and sort of have a bit more context on everything yeah. and just to see the way that you guys are sort of taking that um, leadership kind of stance and in, in, once again, in a, in a humble way, so mm-hmm. I don't think it's arrogant at all. It's like, well, we're OGs. We have... <laughs> information to to spread and share yeah. and, and amongst the community so let's let we look happen.
1: at it as bad but also we want to have fun and we want to get out to these breweries as well yeah. too like so Lackey and i once a year we take a road trip and we'll go out to a bunch of breweries stay the night in some seedy motel take back all the beer that we got from other motel or from other breweries and crack them open in the motel uh, and, yeah
0: but it, in ontario it, or do you go outside? oh
1: we go to ontario primarily ontario okay. we uh the guys have been, guys and girls have been to uh, Asheville in the last couple Ooh. years. Uh, we go to all the craft brewers conferences as a team. It's not just one or two people. Um, but here in Ontario, we take day trips that turn into two or three days. And, was, uh, you know, yeah, you can't do and, it in uh, one day. Yeah, so like we went to Cowbell one time, nice. just to see like what is this place? Yeah, I keep hearing about it. And you. then so we went there, and then we're like, okay, well now we're here and we're drinking. Let's go get a motel over here and in the morning we'll go to this brewery and then oh they're close to Godrich, so let's go to this brewery Right, right and so right. call the up thing. the boss and say <laughs> okay we're not coming in for two days we're on the road just visiting <laughs> yeah. other breweries and, and hey while we're here do you want to do a collab and so that's that's how a lot that. of it starts that's yeah. so cool
0: man yeah. uh, I, I love that I think that it would be I would be sick to see that I think it's dope that you do that within Ontario I would love to like the mm-hmm. only thing yeah. I feel like I, just in Quebec I yeah. say well, because I want them to come here I want you guys to come there Maybe it's a selfish thing on my part, but I just feel like the Quebec people, it's an interesting, um, uh, I guess if you want to look at it geographically, where we're based, two hours to Ottawa, two hours to Burlington, but like five and a half
1: to Toronto, three hours to
0: Quebec City. So a lot of the Montreal folk will just go to Burlington, and I feel like what's missing between the two, because once again I'm sort of agnostic in it all, like there's like a like gap there and one thing, there's one bar like vice versa in Montreal. They did like a Bellwoods takeover last year. There was a line out the door at 11 a.m. I went at like 5 p.m. and the only thing left were like two pills and yes. it was fine because <laughs> I'm here all the time. So yeah. I was like, yeah. I don't need it. I'm good. But like I feel like that says it all. Whenever Bar Canada up mm-hmm. in Gadno come and do a drop mm-hmm. in Montreal, two, three hours. It's going yeah, to Sold serious. out. So I just really feel like there's like a, a thirst and a lack of attention on the market there. And uh, that, and I feel like if you guys already have that connection with Ben Lux and yeah, whatever Trudy yeah, Guts, yeah, yeah, and stuff like that, there's like a, already a. Scene. You never know
1: if is coming back up. Yeah, they will come out here out, for they that. They, right? they all come out here for that. We're so stuff. Yeah,
0: no, yeah. I love it. Let me see. We would never say no. To, no, uh, yeah. I figured you wouldn't. Okay, we have a bit of something. We have. I'm trying to keep it. We have the lightning round, so now it usually takes a while. Oh, yeah. What should we do next? Karma Citra. Karma Citra. Classic. Let's do it. I got it. Done. You do you first. This is really good. Really, I really like this one. Mm. This is a West Coast?
1: This is.
0: I have had this for a minute. This is straight up Citra. Yes, yep. hence. Hence the name. Yeah. Look at that, mate. Look at that. Look, get that. Tell us about this one.
1: It's not hazy. It's not a haze bomb. It's oh, not it's opaque. A... <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: We're balancing that.
1: Too. It is uh, it is
0: I think I got one the of our beer. yeah,
1: you got the last pour, you got the bottom, yeah, got the end. So this is one of our most, I don't know what the word we'd use, cultish uh, beers. Yeah, when this beer. comes out, um, people go nuts for it. So we do about 150,000 cans wow. in like a handful, I mean, a handful of weeks. Um, how many times a year? Just once a year. Really? Every right around, right around Toronto Beer Week, we always release it. Uh, right. Goes to the LCBO, nowhere else. Retail store. Um, and it's uh, it's just one of those beers that people beg us humbly again to do year round. We chose to do the octopus year round, but this is the one that if we didn't have the octopus, this would be the year round
0: beer that we have in had before. I love it, brother. Cheers.
1: So, Citra hops years ago, Citra hops were like if you can get them, yeah, get them. like take them. If you can get a contract, nice. buy as much as you can. Yeah. So. Uh, six. This write-up that we did was literally 2014 or so. Hasn't um, changed. It hasn't changed because it still excites the Accurate. brewers. Hey, we got some fresh, car- or fresh uh, citra hops. All the
0: way from Yakima. And like bone. our
1: brewers were just out uh, this uh, this week. There's, well, oh, yeah, two of them are still humbles, out there. Right? Yeah. They're out harvest doing hop rubs in our selection for the nice. next couple of years. Uh, Lackey just got back yesterday and he spent two weeks out there. And uh, so one of the best things about being... In the seat that I'm in at Grey Lakes is knowing you got a guy like Mike Lackey going out to Yakima to select the hops, you're in good hands. So, you know, uh, in our history, and our our age, we have good contracts with some of the big hop suppliers out there. Um, So we can dictate months in advance of what we can do on a larger scale. So uh, Lackey comes back and says, we secured x amount of citra for the year we go oh okay right. maybe we got to find a new gear to put citra in so let's do citradiction four times this year right so we can plan ahead knowing that we have the freshest uh hand selected uh crop that's sick have you been out i've not been to yakima Another way. i go to uh, eden ontario it's not yakima <laughs> but eden ontario to the vqh out farm uh those guys are awesome yeah um, you get a lot of stuff from that uh, they're not big enough to supply a brewery of our size, but we do a lot of pilot system stuff with them. That's dope. Um, they're brewing some of the West Coast varietals, um, nice. or breeding them, not brewing, um, <laughs> and growing them. Yeah, so, Under the pages, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but okay. they're, uh, they're amazing, nice. and, uh, and they always throw us a good spread. They'll barbecue us food and all that good That's stuff. Man, I
0: really want to, we tried to get out this year. I got a friend who has a hot farm in Quebec. It's doing work out. I just wanted to see it like during harvest time and like all the activity. You should try to
1: get your hands on uh, the VQH guys and say, VQH, yeah, bring us out there. Me, and yeah. uh, they're out near Woodstock. And so you're, you're in the farmland out there. Yeah. And the, there's one bar out there called Jack Snooker's. Just one. Just And it's, you walk in, it's like an old bingo hall or something with... <laughs> Uh, it's just an astonishing place. You go in and you can get 12 ounce glasses of Great Lakes Blonde Lager on tap for like two dollars or something Jeez, like that. It old, hasn't. Old it hasn't mm. changed since the
0: 50s. It's, <laughs> so That's whenever cool. we
1: go, we make a point. We have to stop at Jack Snooker's.
0: That even just the name this is ridiculously really awesome. That's sick. Yeah, I definitely need. To, I need to do that. I'll go get the details off because I really want to see that. We like just capture that experience yeah. they can just be like and they're good good people yeah. just
1: just redneck farmers yeah. Yeah. so every year we do a <laughs> beer called uh, wet behind the ears uh which is in our uh, fridge right now we go out we pick the hops bring them back throw wet them hop. in do a wet hop and uh and uh so yeah like i said those guys will do a barbecue they'll take us out you can throw axes and Knives and everything out there. They, they right. have it's a good pretty, time. It's yeah. not just a hop
0: harvest. It's right. Like, it's like a, it's a party get messed up Yeah, and you got it throw right. a shop objects. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Yeah.
1: I got a story to tell you about yeah, the Carmel Sitcher, though. Uh,
0: please. I want to hear it.
1: And it involves uh, Octopus Wants to Fight. Okay, so when we were brewing this 2015 um, We brewed it a couple times mm-hmm. and then it, it was gone for the year, right? But for some reason one of our brewers came in at 4 o'clock in the morning and he started brewing an IPA so he calls up Mike Lackey and goes, where are the hops? Where are all the citra hops? And Lackey's like, "What are you, you're supposed to be brewing red leaf today, red leaf lager. And the brewer goes, oh, I have it here to be brewing karma citra. So Lackey goes, wait a second, I'm on my way down. Uh, I, have, uh, I have an idea. I have all these mosaic hops that I've not used before I want to experiment with. So he goes and grabs the mosaic, throws them in, and Octopus Wants to Fight was born. Uh, we couldn't think of a name for the beer. We were upstairs, there were five of us. And literally got drunk in the office trying to think of names, throwing things like, okay, this and that. And we couldn't think of anything. I'm at home. It's about 1 in the morning. I see a picture from the old Victory Cafe when it was down on, uh, oh, doesn't matter what street it was on, but the old mansion. It was a beautiful building. And someone was drinking our Robohop Imperial IPA. And they tweeted, too many robos and this drunk octopus wants to fight me. And I said yeah, was that's it the it name. Was it, was it the yeah, it was the picture or the co Yeah, hook. yeah, the coh, yeah, yeah, And so I grabbed the picture, sent it to uh, to our team and said, That's the name of our new IPA. And they said, like I don't know what they were doing up at that time too, but they said, Remove the drunk, octopus wants to fight, like, Good. are So we had our artist at the time, uh, Garnet, draw it in like two days. Um, and so we got it to Fabian, he colored it, and he showed us and we are like, I think we just found a new a new solid like brand uh, character video. yeah that's so sad uh, so we made up the, the write up on the back but that beer uh, Octopus Wants to Fight was supposed to
0: be Kamui etc that's cool I love that because you know what was really funny like, I feel like two days ago in like my either my Facebook memories or something on Twitter and someone posted that originally like, there was like a Reddit yeah. kind of yeah, thing yeah. where it was the picture and it was just like they put like the googly eyes yep, yep, above the yep. thing it came up in my feed and it was like very convenient that we had this podcast booked that that was coming up and I really love that we do a
1: photo contest every year with octopus and we see people will take like spray paint and like blood coming down the wall and then there's (laughs) an octopus and it's always you know people in uh people get a black eye or something or makeup bandages all over their face and and they're like yeah look I lost a fight and it's a crumpled up can one guy went so extreme and he actually didn't even win but he went so extreme he knocked over furniture in his house. He had crushed cans all over his floor, uh, light, sh- like sh- uh, light like the light lamp the lamps lamps over. are tipped over. Everything he goes. <laughs> it was a wild night last night, and like our our supporters are like that. They they love what they do, they're dedicated, and they I like that. It's so we we want to have fun with the brands, we want to have fun with the beers, and and the story, and they get that, they understand it, and they want to have fun with it too.
0: That's very cool man i mean it's like it's only something that a, a brewery that has been around as long as you guys have been yeah that tend to have those type of like dedicated like
1: we work hard there. to get them
0: You sure and when we have
1: them we 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 they are like family yeah we really are
0: 32 years uh says a lot in an industry that uh, is somewhat fickle you know uh it's yep. very very cool. we don't
1: re- we don't remember we don't forget where <clears throat> we came from no Again, yeah. like I said, a lot of people think our brewery started in two thousand and ten or two thousand and twelve. There's a lot of people we still so our demographics all over the place here. Right, right. A lot of people say, As a marketer, what's your core, what's your key demographic? And we say if they're nineteen until they're dead, that's what we're <laughs> going for. Um because we have people here, like I, we just had our big pig roast and there was ninety year olds drinking mm-hmm. in under the ten and there that. was nineteen year olds, you know, with Getting the plastic and from, stuff, uh, yeah. So
0: I think that's really almost the most commendable when there's real young cats and then there's the older folk who are both more traditionally not uh, geared towards craft beer. And if you can win them over, particularly at the 19-year-old show, they're going to the looks that
1: these 90-year-olds were giving. them. like, what are you drinking this for? And they're like, what are you drinking this for? (laughs) (laughs) Were they drinking
0: both Great Lakes but different? different Oh, they were
1: drinking like it was our barbecue. So we had 18 tops flowing 18 different beers so. from, from you guys? Or from yeah, from home? us okay. yeah, yeah, So I so don't know like, And the pig uh, roast was here at the brewery And so we had tents there And tents over there You can't see What I'm pointing at But was yeah, yeah, yeah. side this side And each side that side And uh, And uh, Yeah, it was just To me Being here this long It was really cool to see The two different demographics Like Yeah,
0: right the And the then literal, drinking like, They had one thing in common
1: And that was mm-hmm. Grey Lakes Right
0: one thing in common it's a good episode name You're like that like, that's a cool one we'd like to point that out how do you feel about a lightning round let's do it it's not it's never lightning mm-hmm. to be honest with you it's never people always say it's, it's did not. you guys
1: ever check out the video series we did uh, between oh, two many hunters? times yeah. so he, we did the was, lightning like, round and yeah. we did the lightning round and it was always like it would take the longest we are like Willow
0: hurry the fuck yeah. up we called the molasses round because it's yeah. fucking long as shit yeah. who is the dude in the runway he's like hilarious
1: uh, so I produce the show. You produce it. We have a, a videographer who, the reason why the we don't do is. them anymore, no, yeah. the reason why we don't do them anymore is because the guy who's doing all the videos
0: got a full-time job uh,
1: with the Weather Ruined Network. Ruined it. Yeah. Oh, that's going to yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. I would take that.
1: And, uh, no, Alex Whitlow. Jesus, though, I sorry. Know. I had it's a been Costco a lot. hot dog. <laughs> I was so busy with everything today. That, yeah, it's and, like and, the heaven would be called Costco hot dog. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Um, that makes sense though. So. The negative effects. Yeah, yeah no, Alex yeah. Willow
1: is uh he's the host. He's our events and uh, He works here, right? Yeah, yeah Events and Partnerships. Yeah.
0: He nails the, uh, the Zach Allison Act. Did you see the movie? I did. Yeah. What do you think? it's hilarious. Yeah, it I, was, thought, it I thought I thought there absurd, was
1: absurd. I thought there was parts to it that were just brilliant. And then yeah. I thought, then okay, like, you dragged this was, segment it on. It felt like around.
0: a seven minute YouTube video <laughs> go for like eighty three yeah. minutes. Yeah. yeah. But it was still pretty funny. Mm-hmm. All right, Trey. What is your guilty pleasure beer? Beer that you would be embarrassed to admit to a beer that you enjoy? I, I would never be embarrassed to drink any beer. Um, You're goddamn right. But
1: some people... I love Steam Whistle. I love Steam Whistle more than others um okay. and I'm we're sure good better. buds so yeah see lightning round I'm supposed to answer it but okay. uh yeah you, you can take your no time you know what your podcast labat 52 labat 50 because Classic. my grandmother drank it and she has passed she away um and uh it's a beer that just pulls at the heartstrings
0: i was at speakeasy last night and the gentleman there told me uh that labat 50 is a golden ale. i didn't know that
1: it is and it could also be called a cream ale
0: the, yeah. the OG cream is. Now Now it's just getting too deep. We're getting too deep. About fifty
1: Molson Export. It's just old trash, but like yeah. good trash. <laughs> yes.
0: Um, the opposite. What is it? Beer you would decline under any circumstances? Ooh, What decline. is the hottest garbage beer of all time?
1: I'm not like that. I would drink it. Um, really? But if I had to decline a beer, if I had to one beer, probably Michelob Ultra That's or bad. something like something like that. Life's too short to drink shitty beer. Damn oh, it, <laughs> <life.
0: laughs> It really is. I think PBR is the worst thing on that ever was invented.
1: Yeah, it's the same thing as Michelob guess, Ultra. It's, yeah, it's not right all the through. same beer.
0: Just a smoke well, a producer Brad and I are working with right now. He loves Michelob Ultra, and he lives in Cambridge. I'm like, dude, go to fucking Barncat and Next Stop it. It. Can it. it. Can you go out? And he's like, he's like, man, I'm like eight hey, Michelob deep right now, and he keeps calling me. My I'm cousin's like, like I <laughs> just <laughs> drink Michelob Ultra, and I said, what do you That's drink right. before? He said Bush
1: Light. America. So it's the same fucking beer. It's just lighter in calories <laughs> because it's diluted. <laughs> yes,
0: and uh amazing. High
1: gravity brewing.
0: It's it's all hot garbage. Uh, what's your gateway beer? I think I know what you've said. My there. gateway beer was Steam, Steam whistle. whistle. Yeah, Steam Whistle, it's but But
1: game. I the second one would be uh, Granite. Yeah, yeah. Best beer Special. Nine, nine, yep. Yeah, I'm on Mount Pleasant Edmonton. I uh, I walked in 2008. I walked from mm-hmm. my old government office all the way to Victory Cafe for. A Great Lakes brewery, orange peel ale, launch party in 2008. I can remember this day. Peter Bullitt, the owner of Great Lakes, was sitting at the bar. He looks at me and he goes, dude, you're sweaty. You're a mess. (laughs) Let me buy you a beer. And the bartender goes, I just literally tapped a Granite Best Bitter Special cask. Do you want one? I said, yeah. He gives it to me. I drink it. I'm like, life changed. Wow. Awesome. I'll remember it forever.
0: I love that. Gorgeous. We went there one time. But I don't think I appreciated the level of OGs that they were I think I didn't yeah. know enough about beer at the time Was many years ago
1: Granite has the best curry in the city lamb curry
0: lamb curry fantastic yeah.
1: Sri Lankan chefs have been there since 1991 yeah, yeah. same chefs
0: lamb curry yeah. is fucking fire underrated with a
1: pint of their O'Keeffe's Irish stout well it works well have you ever Amazing. had maximum
0: curry, the Thai lamb curry? I have not. no. Lord Jesus, it is incredible! Like you take a bite of the granite
1: curry, yeah, the, try and the lamb literally—you don't have melts, to chew; it just Just, you just, don't chew. just swallow. Yeah. It's like yep. beer.
0: Yeah, it's like a good common citron. It's awesome. I respect that. Uh, What's your favorite beer style? Uh,
1: do you, go to LCBO, if you go
0: to a brewery. What do you ask? Favorite you for beer, beer style? Yes, yeah, a
1: pale ale first and foremost. American. American pale uh, ale. Yeah. You want that no, West Coast Ontar- tip? no Ontario Pilsner. Ew, that's disgusting. <laughs> Go home, Ontario. When I say pills. Ontario, I mean Ontario styles from the 1990s, which was always a mix of British, in, yeah, and British and American, American, American yeah. yeah. Um, Mostly uh, British, but you know what? Uh, right now, these days, a Pilsner.
0: Hell yeah, I agree with that. Croft Over my Pilsner. dad, body Pilsner. Is that still
1: around? Blue Goose Pilsner. Yeah. Any of our Hellas?
0: The dad body's still around? It's in the fridge, right? yeah. <sighs> Come down to Great Lakes. What's <laughs> the address? 30 Queen yeah, Paul damn right or? it is. Come down and get it. Don't be ridiculous. Come and get it. Troy will be here. Who we'll hug you? Free hugs. Uh, what's your least favorite beer style? Doesn't mean you hate it. Least favorite beer style this means it's maybe like something you would.
1: Oh jeez. Uh, like, barley wine. I love barley wine. You do
0: love it. Yeah. Biw.
1: I would say just a mass-produced lager, North American style lager. Trash macro lager. Trash macro lager. I mean, you know,
0: they're around for a reason.
1: I would say ultralight. Ultralight. Ultra North American ultralight. Michelob ultra. <laughs>
0: no. Just fuck Michelob. This, this episode should be called. Cool. <laughs> um, favorite beer city, destination, or country? Tough. Uh, Bruges was probably my favorite beer city
1: of all time in, in, in Belgium. Belgium. Um, I got treated like a king there when I was there with Tops Magazine. Nice, and uh, beer the beers. I was there in 2010 and I was drinking Orvel 2006 on tap at some of these specialty uh, beer bars. Say, uh, I'd say Bruges was my like the amazing, uh, but I'd also say The Cottage. Any beer at The Cottage. Any, any beer at The Cottage. Any beer at The Cottage. That's a good answer. Any old Canuck at The Cottage.
0: Damn right. <laughs> that's, the, that's the quintessential Canadian mm-hmm. goddamn payload. Have you had, uh, we just interviewed Rodenbach. I think it was like a couple last yeah. episode or whatever. I've never had that before. Yeah. yeah.
1: Shit's crazy. Yeah, it's nuts. I'm not even it's really into Belgium that much. Yeah, it's a great deal.
0: Insane. <laughs> uh, first beer, you ever brewed beer? Have I ever brewed yeah. beer? Yep. Yeah, what's the first one you ever Morning brewed? Morning
1: Glory Breakfast there. And we did it here at Great Lakes when I was working for Breakfast uh, Stout. When I was uh, just a blogger, yep. Do you
0: know what's really funny? We did a collab called Morning Glory cold brew
1: quarter oh, yeah, yeah.
0: with Helm in Montreal nice. from day you probably did it before me when did you do it
1: 2008 2009?
0: yeah you're no G yeah. I can't even fuck with you bro
1: I don't brew though I, I to be honest I, I hate brewing it's so annoying it's monotonous it's, it's janitorial work <laughs> I don't want to clean no these the people that it's brew though the people that brew are actually you know Gods. they have the They're it scientists. is the arts and science going on arts and science
0: on, so, yeah. I'm saying uh I don't know. This is like a lot of these brewer questions. Do you have a favorite or least favorite style to brew? It's probably irrelevant. Uh, no, I don't brew. No, nope. uh, worst beer ever made. What music do you listen to when you brew? I don't know if that's irrelevant. Or do you have what music what do, you do, you do I listen to while I work? While you work, that's perfect. <laughs> uh, everything, literally everything. It doesn't yeah. matter
1: if it's on in the background. I'm listening you're, to you rock with it. Um, do you have any favorites? Do you have any genres? That's C4. A favorite.
0: Hey. Check it out. On the Raptors, the
1: Raptors. No, I listened to that one. The
0: Raptors tribute? Yeah. You did? No. Oh, I didn't do it. Oh, the, yeah. the found the video. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah, me and yeah. him. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, oh, respect, yeah. bro. Yeah. Uh I'm just saying that because you're yeah. here. No, I'm joking. No, I, I did. I I watched it, listened to it, and uh I, I could have had a it. Great
0: Lakes Brewery, and, and I, didn't, I didn't have it. I, was, um, I, did, I apologize.
1: To be honest, I'm from oh, the I had
0: a Great Lakes glass. Oh did you? Right?
1: No? It was I didn't a even left field beer,
0: but I had a Great Lakes glass. that was his can glass I
1: I didn't even notice. Was it, it must have been like that or something? We no, didn't. No, no, no. We never we used to have the back on it.
0: So it was this label on the front. I was actually going to tag you guys in the photo. I, I that because I didn't viewed. even notice.
1: And I'm marketing. Jeez, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm, offended, marking, right, geez, bit, yeah. So I'm from the from. country. I'm from a farm, <laughs> farm community. Um, you're lucky. You're attractive. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. All I'm saying. Uh, no, I. Uh, country. I listen to country music a lot too. Yeah? old Here's country.
0: Do you like uh, Chris Stapleton? I fucks with Chris Stapleton. Old country. Oh, okay. I like Willie Nelson.
1: Willie Nelson, yeah. Hank Hank Williams, uh, George Jones, uh, yeah. Johnny Cash. Uh, it's OGs. something It just, yeah, the OGs of country. Okay. Uh, and then you get into the Garth Brooks. Love Garth Brooks. A
0: little bit of Garth. A little bit of Garth. A little bit of Garth.
1: I listen to everything. Yeah. yeah.
0: What's your favorite hop?
1: My favorite hop? Ah, I'm going to go with Simcoe. It's a good one. It's in uh, Canuck, it's Canuck. Right. Yeah.
0: Damn right it is. So Citra yeah, close. That,
1: yeah? uh, you know what, too? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to bullshit the name on this one. do it uh, to make it up no no one's uh, gonna
0: know no one here listens to beer. oh ah, shit listens to beer. no one here drinks beer.
1: they changed the name that's why i can't think of it it was uh used to be in a lot of belgian triple or belgian ipas um equinox equinox equinox
0: it was equinox, equinox,
1: equinox now it's yeah equinox. Equinox. Like equinox equinox i like equinox uh we've a grassy, used it uh earthy. yeah and we use it a lot in uh, belgian ipas and it gives it like a bubble gum like a juicy fruit um kind of yeah and interesting i like that hop we've used it a lot i, uh, I thought pasta. it was kind
0: of like a grassy earthier type of one but the, it the i don't know whole if whole
1: it's a it, it bounces off the phenols from the belgian yeast but that's ah, what you're left with like, completely
0: yeah bad. that makes a lot of sense uh what does your family think of uh, your work
1: uh my wife used to love it and she's celiac <laughs> um Ooh. so she can't drink it do um, you guys gluten free we do gluten reduced which she's been the, the guinea pig for uh the, the brands Ooh, look at that that's a and dedicated uh woman. and it's yeah they work so they're under 10 parts per million or under 20 parts per million uh which anything under 20 is gluten blue. free you just can't say it because it's brewed with grains that contain gluten in a facility that has
0: gluten um that makes sense yeah, so. how's she feeling about that uh
1: she likes them yeah. She, does. she misses beer, so whenever Man, we come so out it. with like restrained jubilation or uh, the Humber Hellas or
0: uh, it's kind of low. Uh,
1: it's five percent. They're nice, easy drinking beers. We have one other much. one, and I'm drawing a blank on it uh, that we do. Oh, Johnny Simcoe. and uh, it's a, it's an American pale ale, and so she loves when I bring those home.
0: Yeah. Right. Okay. Last one. Favorite adjunct. The answer is lactose, but you can say whatever you want. Sugar. I mean Raw sugar. Raw sugar. Raw sugar?
1: It gets us uh, the, the Robohop. It's the really? adjunct in that. We get it up to a certain threshold. Um, a lot of breweries will stay. They don't use it um, because it's sugar, but there's a lot of breweries
0: that use it. They just
1: check sugar and, in uh, it. Yeah. And Dude. there's nothing to be embarrassed about with no. raw sugar and, uh, and cane sugar.
0: When Scott and I did our first, one of our first um, uh, all-grain homebrew, we used to homebrew back in the fucking day. Um, we went to a brew shop somewhere on the Danforth I forgot the name of it and then fermentation probably one and they were like instead of grain we brew an IPA they were like get brown sugar yeah, just yeah. get brown sugar I'm like okay and it was just dark ass like I, it wasn't really that yeah. good well, and it was well, I, way too much but it was like oh okay like I never even considered that sugar sugar's a replacement for um
1: Rain. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Yeast attacks the sugar, creates the alcohol.
0: Creates it up. and uh, That's why an the malt way.
1: extract brewing in 1987. Yeah, same
0: That's stuff. Same <laughs> stuff. Syrup. I love it. Yeah. Let's, should we do the last one? We should do the last one. I need a bottle opener for that. We'll get one. So this last one is called Gilligan's Still Dead. That is very dark, Troy. It's dark. It's a guava saison. It is bottle conditioned. And of we don't have a
1: bottle of I time. have one in my bag. I have one oh, in my bag. Oh, sorry.
0: You got one? We we'll use it. Fitting. Oh. It's a birch. Uh... Oh, wow. Look at this guy. There you go. Oh, look at that. That is just spectacular. I would hire this guy if I didn't there, If he didn't already have a job.
1: That's the redneck coming out of me. <laughs>
0: After you, my cousins
1: do it with a lighter I do it with birch, uh, birch you know, wood because
0: it has to be on brand it has to be on brand so
1: carbonation is look high at that. bottle look at conditioned that,
0: mate. look at that Look at that gloriousness
1: so you didn't see me roll the bottle but you can roll the bottle of these beers just to reactivate a little bit of the yes. yeast sitting on the bottom yes. Yes. so this beer is actually brewed in collaboration with uh, Barhop. Hop uh, Matt Bodd Yes. Who used to work here? He used to. Right. He started at Great Lakes on our packaging line. Awesome dude. Okay. Um Come And uh, this beer is uh, is one I of his creations with Mike Lackey. It smells a little like cat pee. That guava.
0: Yeah. I love bar hop. I love guava. So you it's basically good. have the thing with guava, of guava.
1: You have to get it fresh okay. to use in beer. The older it gets, it's just not. Uh, so this is not just,
0: a um. Uh, what you call it? A um this is bottle condition bottle I'm sorry aseptic fruit puree this is real guava yeah wow. so i
1: remember when they first started brewing this beer on our really small system they would go down to kensington market buy a whole bunch Got of guava, guava come no back they're cutting it up wow, that's um excellent. again you'd walk into the, some parts of the brewery and you're like that smells like a cat pissed in your sandals <laughs> and then you know you know that smell where yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. oh i love a and, cat piss uh, in my sandals <laughs> And oh, man, uh, so, yeah, this beer, too, 6.1. So this one is deceptively oh, dangerous. Yeah. It does not show that, that girth of uh, alcohol.
0: Oh, you said that oh, word, the G word. Big <laughs> fan of girth. It's like this glass. Mean. Just girthy cheers, brother. I really like this. Mm, these glasses we're don't spelt. break. No, they're great. I love these can glasses. I feel like they're not as um, they used common to, in they, Canada. They, were, they were
1: big at one point. Yeah. And we'll uh, we were the first brewery to bring them in. Or Woodhouse was, sorry, Wood, Woodhouse oh, yeah, was Wood, the first.
0: Shasta Graham. And then,
1: uh, and then we brought them in, and then it, sa- it seemed like every brewery started stocking them. So we actually said, now nah, we're going to quit, we're going to find a new glass. Like none, we did, none and none. then uh, we brought them back because people miss them so
0: much. They're just so cool. like They just look sick. It's literally like a can. And, and the good thing is you can't them.
1: stack them. We do not, you do not stack glassware. So, and, Which is uh, better
0: anyway. Don't really you know, without, we
1: don't want people stacking them, so yeah, you can't do it with yeah. that.
0: Uh, speaking of these uh, bottle age, I mean, there's probably like four in the fridge. I think we still
1: we have kind of the flagship of that whole series is the No Chance with Miranda Saison. Okay, what's really cool about um, about our artwork now? So this is the orig- or the 2014. This uh, Canuck L was drawn by Garnet Gary, good friend of the brewery. Uh, he decided to move on in 2017 2018. Okay. We hired Patrick Corrigan, who's a retired yeah. Toronto Star political cartoonist. He and stuff on that he's tightened up our look. He's cleaned it up. He's uh, he's made it a little bit more. When I say cartoon, right. we, that's not what we're looking for, but it made it a little bit more Great lakes. Right. Um, and then for uh, all of our bottle-conditioned beers, yeah, it's uh, very we have very different. Two different artists. We okay. have uh, Dylan Bonneville, um, who works on our kegging line. He kegs mm-hmm. beers for us. He uh, he did that one. Uh, and then a lot of the other ones, uh, No Chance with Miranda, Ezra, Rosie, it's all Bailey Bunnell, who goes by the handle at Artfish uh, on Instagram. Um, she does all the other ones. And No Chance with Miranda is like a Haida Gua, uh, First Nations look. Um, and it's a beautiful, beautiful, one of our my favorite logos, or yeah. logos, labels oh that God we do. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, we try to differentiate each style. Um, so the New England style of beers one two three panels yep oh. um any just regular uh american ipa just yep. the one uh we have our logger series which is an alphabet so mm-hmm. uh that's the deck. by the I time this the comes out we'll have had a beer out already absacker hellas a and we'll have a vienna logger, just v for vienna Marketing department's getting really lazy. V for your sienna. You know what? It's just yeah. easier.
0: It's simplified. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. But you know what? It's difficult to be that simple. Yeah. In this day and age. And it's
1: hard to be creative in this day and age.
0: Man, when everything's kind of ridiculous you guys kind of have your own kind of thing going on. I always enjoyed your like RoboHop. It's it's clever, it's ridiculous. Octopus wants to fight, it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But it's it's also um uh, on what's the word? On time though. It's like it's like we do it. You know what I'm trying it, to say? Like yeah, it's like, yeah. like, like, like societally like Well, it's when we did relevant. those
1: beers, we did them. The, the Karma Citra. Karma Citra's a pun. Yeah. Robohop, a pun. Harry Potter, a pun. I love that
0: beer. Uh, One of the sh- first beers I ever had, we did a show at APK in London when we were touring in APK 2014. With London, yeah.
1: Yo, the, so we Jen
0: Tamsey. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we did a tour with Getter Socks, Relic, okay. and fresh, uh, fresh Kills, like some like OG yeah. We like, sold artists. beer to APK. That, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I had okay. Harry Porter oh, and the okay, vanilla-soaked yeah, soaked, yeah. Uh, bourbon the, the bourbon soaked vanilla beans. vanilla beans on tour there, and I, I was like, I think when I saw you last time I was here, I grabbed the OG Harry yeah, Porter. Yeah, yeah. We did the video for the one minute, but back in the day, probably two 2014 yeah. when we were there, and I was just like, I was the beer guy, the beer nerd, dude doing the brewhead song mm-hmm. on this fucking rap tour to these like rap dudes who don't, don't understand yeah. anything about it. But the bar had great legs, and they had this like vanilla bourbon. Porter on tap that I was able to drink and it was fantastic for me and the name cracked me up.
1: Well, the names we came up with those names and a lot of those names are Mike Lackey's names, but mm-hmm. they came up with them back then because it made you, if you walk in LBO,
0: you go, "Look, like, what is this ridiculous?" Harry Porter,
1: ha, turn yeah. it around, you see. Please do not sue us. You laugh again, <laughs> yeah. and then you buy it because you want to try it now, yeah. and then if you get in three
0: sips and you're like yeah this shit is fire yeah, it's the og and there's Harry's dylan the right
1: there dylan just walked by uh gilligan is still dead oh yeah. that's his yeah. uh that's his, that's his, his label yeah oh, he did, oh, you he can did. come and just wave your hand in the camera and say hi <laughs> yeah say hi that's say hi, dylan, dylan. It it's dylan. <laughs> 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 Your Your is is great,
0: bro. <laughs> yeah. um no that is sick and i i really like i had a uh, it came up in my uh, facebook memories recently yeah. i think it was early this year but it was just it just reminded me of like, yo, that it was cool to, like, particularly when I was learning about beer, even back then, this before the podcast podcast was 2015. So I think I had it in 2014. So it just seemed sort of looking back whenever it comes up in those Facebook memory things, it was always like, yo, that's fucking cool. And I didn't re- I appreciated the name. I appreciated the beer. And I felt like it, it's sort of like what you guys are doing. You're, you're, you're really sort of teaching people about beer um, with, with, the ridiculousness and the attractiveness of, of the labels and of the naming and stuff like that and it's, it's an important component of sort of the scene that is helping it grow you guys are sort of like somewhat in the middle of you know you familiar, with like the gateway breweries yep, yep, right yep, like we yep, talk about lost craft yep. and stuff like that that are just straight up gateway yep. breweries that like perform a task that don't always get the respect they do from the mm-hmm. beer nerds but you guys kind of a we have the straddle we straddle, we, we you straddle, straddle everything yeah. you just ride that middle and that's right? not
1: because we're aiming to do that from a business perspective that's because we have 60 it's... people that work here some people like very mainstream loggers some people like the biggest robust barley wines so we wine. we just we brew beer that we want to drink so that's, that's why you see barley wine coming out in february because we want to drink barley wine in february uh, low ABV session states and saisons in the summer because yep. that's what we want to drink, so that's where we're at.
0: I think it's really important whenever breweries make what they want to drink, it's the most authentic and the the best sort of result for what's possible.
1: And that's what we're in the business for.
0: I love it. Was there anything else? I'm just conscious of time like I know we're at like 4 o'clock. Yeah. Are we be pretty good. Yeah, we're good. We're good. We're good. Is there Anything else we want to cover or we feel like we're fairly... Uh, I think we're good. Uh, Anything else we need to tell the people? What do they need to know?
1: Um, coming up in December, Hops for Hunger. Awesome. Uh, yes. Tell us uh, about that. We partner up with the Daily Bread Food Bank every year. Uh, last year was our tenth anniversary of doing that. We donate a lot of money to Daily Bread Food Bank. Um, last year we brewed, brewed a beer. Excuse me. Brewed a beer for them. People can come buy the beer in December, the whole month. Oh, yeah. um, proceeds go to the Daily Bread Food Bank we take our team down and we sort food it's one of the best things it's one of the most rewarding things that i do in my job and every every december we work with them and it's a and it's an organization here in etobicoke that needs love and support from everyone in the city um you can donate you can uh donate your time you can um you can come and help us at great lakes go down and sort food so we just we love getting involved in local community endeavors and Supporting all the friends
0: and neighbors that support us. I love that. I think it's really important, and it's cool that you guys, are, after being around for so long, that you just really like showing love and just making sure that the community groups are taken care of and that are acknowledged and respected.
1: Well, you're only as strong as your community. If your community, you know, so we we love our neighbors. They love us. Um, everyone's happy, and it's rewarding at the end of the day. to know. We sell beer, and we can then contribute that back to our neighbors. So.
0: Hell oh, yeah, man! So this is going to come out next week. Is there any beers in the in the say the coming month or so after that that people should be aware of that you want them to make sure we come through to the, the brew pub here in the Keep an
1: eye out for Devil's wants to
0: Devil's wants to fight Octopus. Wants Devil's fight. Octopus. Devil's
1: pale ale six six six. It's returning for oh, Halloween. Shit, the OG, mm-hmm. the OG. Yes. Yeah, it always makes an appearance around this uh, right, end of October. Okay, uh, Lake Effect IPA. Our big American Bold and Bitter IPA will be coming back out uh, end of November to December in our winter ale. But we have a few tricks and a few new gears in our upper sleeves that are
0: coming out. I love that. I saw Which the I pumpkin. can't tell you about,
1: but follow us on Instagram and we'll wear out. At Great Lakes Beer, across the platforms, Just all platforms. Everywhere. You
0: see that consistency? That's what it's about. Randy. Randy, it's really the fucking Troy right here. Mm-hmm. Also, I saw you had the pumpkin beer out right now. Yeah. Are you, are you team pumpkin? I'll tell you
1: right now, man. I drink about three or four of them a year. And? I like it. Are you team pumpkin? I like the Saison de Pump better, but we don't have it this year. We're not brewing well, it. It's a great beer. But I'll tell you one thing. We get asked all the time. How come you guys focus so much energy on this one beer? It's because we sell a shit ton of it. And people love it.
0: The mans love it because people are team pumpkin. Are you team lactose?
1: I am team everything except Michelob Ultra.
0: Michelob Ultra, you got like
1: five shout in this thing.
0: You really did. Like, I mean, we really wasn't intentional yeah. at all. No. And it's really funny that we were talking to this producer right now who loves Michelob Ultra. <laughs> and I'm talking to him all the time about him. Why the fuck are you drinking mm. it, bro? Like, you understand where you live, fam. Go drink some good beer. Um, Troy, dude, you're a legend, man. Well, thank, thank you so, you so much. much. Really Thanks for coming. Time, man. Awesome. Um, anytime so people can find it at Great Lakes Beer and it's greatlakesbeer.com or greatlakesbeer.com
1: greatlakesbeer.com and then every social platform is at Great Lakes Beer
0: I don't want to say like from our agency side that is literally the exact uh, <laughs> strategy that sure. we need to have across the board so listen to this fucking guy, guys thank you so much for watching if you enjoyed the episode mate smash a thumbs oh. up hit subscribe below hit the notification bell so you know when new stuff yeah. drops follow us on social media at BOS Podcast everywhere online and every social media and uh check out the long form audio drink your beer fresh drink it fresh don't age it i've been doing that (laughs) lately it's problematic don't do it uh um what else is there follow us on uh fucking whatever the podcast so you can hear very attractive gentlemen like uncle troy talk about craft beer that is it guys thank you so much for watching and listening we'll see you in the next episode get in ya
1: i don't have anything to choose (laughs)